Welcome back, everybody, to Going for Two with Jack Taylor. My name is Jack Taylor. My name is Hunter, too. And if this is the worst audio that you've ever heard on this podcast, there is a reason for it. So I think for maybe the first or second time in our podcast history, we're having some pretty bad technical difficulties, all because I refuse to get a software update on my laptop. Yeah, Um, figures, figures. Yeah, so... Uh, procrastination bites once again, but uh, here we are uh, recording the podcast from my phone, uh, or my end is from my phone. So, uh, pardon that, and you may not have even noticed if I hadn't brought attention to it. But yeah, there you go. Like, this sounds better than ever. <laughs> Never gonna have to do this like this every time. Uh. Uh. <laughs> but anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. Um, we have we're coming off of a pretty rough week to say the least. Pretty rough game against LSU, but uh, hoping hoping to get that back on track against Bowling Green. We're going to talk about both of those games. Um, Bowling Green game, not so much, but we'll we'll touch on it a little bit. Um, but first, I did want to talk about uh, I did want to have an intro to talk about um, what's going on in the sports world right now with two home run races we've got going on. Uh, one might have just ended, but um, Albert Pujols and his chase for 700 home runs, and then. Uh, Aaron Judge and his race to break the, I guess, the American League home run record for a single season. So um, Albert Pujols actually just homered twice in the same game to get homers 699 and 700. So that's pretty cool. And it's just crazy that he can hit that many home runs. I mean, 700 home runs before Aaron Judge can even hit 61. So I'm not really sure what's impressive about Aaron Judge's. But not my MVP. Not my MVP. Um, does he, does he pitch? Does Albert? Yeah, 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 he did. He did this, yeah, he did this he season. He actually did. <laughs> Show me Aaron Judge pitching this year. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting. They're going to yeah, put him Aaron... out there next week, and they're gonna be like, we're going to be like, did they hear us? The Yankees listen to our podcast. Yeah, but uh, Aaron Judge, I mean, obviously just a stupid, crazy season. He might be the first Triple Crown winner uh, since... Miguel Cabrera did it like a decade ago. So, Is he going to be the first uh, uh, Triple Crown winner to not go back to the team that he got it for? Probably so. That's, that's probably pretty rare. But future, future Brave, sadly. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, he's he's chasing the number... 62 will be like his record, but he the 61 is the current record. Not my home Babe, run record. Set by Babe Ruth. Um, but Babe Ruth lived in an era where, like we said before... You could burn somebody at the stake for throwing uh, an off-speed pitch. Carlisle so, Kessler would, like, <sighs> well, I mean, he did play back then, so I guess yeah. I guess I'll pull him up on Baseball Reference at some point. Yeah, um, but, but I mean, these these players also had like flasks in their gloves and were like ripping cigarettes in the outfield. So like, they 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 really didn't have the mental capacity to like keep up with a with a curveball so that sounds like I the did... average pittsburgh pirates like video mm-hmm. yeah o'neill cruz ripping heaters and drinking <laughs> drinking baseball water in the dugout uh, <laughs> no but obviously super cool time in, in major league baseball history um right now i mean we're, we're seeing things that have never really been done before um Jack, haven't been done. Jack, I would like to argue that both of these things have been done before. Okay, okay. In our lifetime, I meant. Right? 700 hasn't been done cleanly in our lifetime. <laughs> Dang it, I was about to get you on both, on both charges. 
and 61 home runs hasn't been done clean. clean is cleanly the word? Hasn't, hasn't been done respectably in our lifetime. Respect. Oh, my God. Jack, who's your home run king? It's, it's, it's Hank Aaron. <laughs> okay. It's the only right answer. Actually, I think Barry Bonds is the best hitter of all time. But anyway, um, all right. Let's move on to the less important stuff. All right. This LSU game. Wait, we, we have to recap the notable games of the week. Oh, look, that's right. That's look, right. At, look at the script one time. I will. I will. Um, so, right. first game, uh, Syracuse may be good. And so, before we were recording, they were 3-0. They're now 4-0. Mm-hmm. And no one knows if they're good. But they beat Purdue. Purdue's not bad. Like Yeah. And, and they just went into Syracuse and lost. Uh, mm-hmm. Stupid game. Garrett Schrader is elite. It's uh, about all I have on that one. Yeah, that, that puts you up one game in the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in our contest, which we'll talk about later. But go ahead. Yeah, and then the next game. Uh, this is a fun one. Um, Missouri State came into town against Arkansas, and mm-hmm. y- you know it, it. It may just be any other game, but like, imagine a team's like best coach ever comes into town. With an FCS team, and and he's just like not liked, like, like their I mean, best coach, like, like he was good. Like, imagine, imagine if um, Dan Mullen per se had like, and this is just completely hypothetical, had like an affair with a staff member on the team, and like the only way that that was found out about is because he had a motorcycle accident with that staffer. Um, just hypothetically. And, I mean, completely hypothetically. And then Dan Mullen gives like this really kind of pathetic going away speech, like press conference with a neck brace and a really skinned up and burnt face. Like, how would you feel if he came in with a team like, say, Missouri State, you know? Perhaps. Um, perhaps. 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 And almost beats you. Like, has you like on the ropes. Like, for took like a, not, like a kick return touchdown for you to not lose to them while you're ranked yeah. in the top 10. It'd be, it'd be wild. But, I mean, of course, nothing like that's ever going to happen. Um, all right. With that being said, take away what happened with the Arkansas game. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Arkansas cannot defend the air attacks. Uh, Missouri State went out there. I think their quarterback threw for over 350 yards on them and it, yeah. making it look easy. And a few of the plays were kind of stupid, but, I mean, I mean, it's not like Arkansas was on the road or anything. So, like, you can't really expect stupid. It was yeah. a big look-ahead spot, but, I mean, it took late into this game for them to, like, lock in and win it. Yeah. It'd be yeah, different if they came out of the second half. I mean, if they came out of half and they they were like, okay, okay, we got this. But it went, like, until, like, eight minutes in the fourth until they, they took over. Yeah. I mean, it was one of those, like, that keeps popping up on the score ticker at the bottom, and, and you're like, okay, well, it's kind of time for Missouri State to... <laughs> to not be in the lead anymore and it just didn't happen until um until the fourth quarter so it was a it was a probably a scary game we've had a few of those in the past and one of those against like south alabama perhaps um hypothetically <laughs> hypothetically say that same guy dan mullen wears shorts to a game 
it's a recipe for disaster. So, uh, but yeah, um, really glad that wasn't us. I don't think my heart could have handled almost losing to an FCS team. That's why we while being ranked in the top ten. While being ranked in the top ten, yeah, exactly. Would have hurt so much. Okay, next. Um, like we said, A and M beat Miami. Mm-hmm. Miami's good. A um, and M didn't play great, but they won. Um, Hayes King was not the starter, which is a good thing for A and M fans. Um, yeah, yeah. One 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 thing. I mean, just looking at the score, I I, I didn't watch much of this game just because it was um, kind of overlapped with ours a little bit, I believe. And by and the time the sadness took over, by, by the time our game happened, I did not want to watch any more college football. So. Um, it, I mean, just looking at the score, A and M has a pretty stout defense, and and they get they got a shutout in week one, the weird game against App State, where they still didn't give up many points, but App State's offense did kind of have their way with time of possession and everything. Um, but A and M, the the trend is saying that their defense is is pretty good. So, um, I hadn't seen a completely clean game from them, but you know they are they are two and one. They're still ranked and. They got a big chance to prove themselves again this yeah. week. And yeah, and Miami's legit. Um, they let mm-hmm. they their defense was really bend don't break in this game. Miami had like four trips to the red zone, uh, didn't score a touchdown in any of them. Uh, wow. Any of those flip, it's a completely different game. And I mean, you you can tell. I mean, we're looking at the same score. Like yeah. that game is completely different if any of those go different. So I mean, if yeah. you're a running team, you want to come in there and run in the red zone. Have fun. Good luck, Charlie. I was about to say it. I didn't want to. (laughs) Didn't want to to admit that you watched that too. All right. Um, So that's going to do it for the for the notable games. Uh, Just that we chose. There were there were there was good college football all around. Wait, was there? I mean, a little bit, kinda. Kind late late in the day there was. I think. Um, Anyway, that's going to do it for those three, and we'll. Last week, Hunter did take a two-game lead in the Pick'em, so that's kind of scary. As expected. Um, yeah. I, we, we, I think we differed on two games, and you won both of them. So, uh, got to it. Oh, another one. Um, Penn State killed Auburn. Uh, didn't even, like, let it be a game. Um, Ole Miss dismantled Georgia Tech. Uh, Oregon beat BYU. Uh, Bo Nix at home. Different animal. Yeah. Uh, just just looking through a few of these. But yeah, these all seem about... Oh, Florida almost lost to South Florida. And Anthony Richardson may suck. Like, he may be disastrous. Yeah, all signs are pointing to my king, Dan Mullen. Being um, right. Who, I don't know why we keep bringing him up, but he may be right. And he may just be my favorite coach the Mississippi State they ever had. So uh, there were some coach. Uh, there were some coach firings. Um, ooh, yeah, yeah. Herm Edwards out at Arizona State. A lot of fishy stuff going on there. So yeah, uh, kind of. I think a, I think a lot of that is just uh, Arizona State trying to get out of NCAA violations by just firing everyone. Um, okay. Because that's apparently how that works. And Herm wasn't the best after year one. It was a weird yeah. thing. Hey, let's. Let's build it like an NFL offense so NFL teams will draft from us and then that'll show the recruits to come here if they want to go to the league. But then if you don't have a lot of guys drafted doing that, your whole point is gone. 
So then you have to violate NCAA rules. Yeah, I don't. To get I don't really know what went on with the NCAA rules and infractions and everything, but um, apparently it was really, really bad. Uh, I try to stay away from the negative things in life. So, so I just why are didn't. you a state fan? Um, you have to balance it out with something. Yeah. Speaking of NCAA violations, LSU got the hammer put down on them this week. Uh, they're on a one-year that should vacate one- their win last week. Yeah, honestly, I think it should. They're on, so they're on a one-year probation, and we're undefeated not- now. Three and no yeah. dogs. I think, I think it'd be two and zero. Oh. Two and zero oh dogs, undefeated. Yeah, two and zero oh last week. Just um, no, just negated. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I don't really know what a what a one-year probation looks like. I know on NCAA football 09 on the Wii, um, that would mean you couldn't go to a bowl game. That was a big no-no. Uh, and it's just because I, I didn't do the recruiting part of Road to Glory. That's the best Dynasty part of, mode. That's the best part of Dynasty. Nah. The best part is is these two and three stars that Mississippi State thrives on getting and, and just turning them into national champs. So when the new NCAA football comes out, um, can we have a live stream together? I don't know how to set that up, but can we? I'm 100% buying an Xbox just for that game. So I, I think I think we should. Maybe we'll get together and do that. Absolutely, we need to do that. <laughs> that, that, that could be fun. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I like it. I like it. All right. Are we about to get ready to get into this LSU game? Yeah. As I said, I try to stay away from the negative things in life. We won't harp on it too much. Yeah, y'all watch the game. Y'all are yeah. smart. Y'all aren't happy. I'll say it. If I've said it once, I'll say it a thousand times. If you're coming to us six days after the game happens to find out what happened in this game, why? Why are you doing that? Also, do want to say, um, sorry for this uh, being a Friday upload. Um, yesterday, I woke up and was surprised that my air conditioner stopped working. And you'd be like, okay, it's fall. That's okay. It was 97 yesterday. Inside of my house, it got up to 92.5. Dude, just turn the air down. I, I tried, but it's fixed now, and we're rocking. I uh, could not record yesterday because at time of recording, it was still 85 degrees, and I wasn't playing with that. And, and Hunter are in the, um, we're co-managers on a fantasy team. We're in the middle of a, of a real big Big game. Yeah, yeah, big game. Had to watch our defense do the football. <laughs> they waited until there was no time on the clock, but they did the football. <laughs> okay, Hunter, I think the best way to go, through, go about this LSU game, like you said, staying away from the negative things, but just to quickly quickly talk about what happened, we should break it down into the good, the bad, and the ugly. Okay, okay, so, I like this. I'll, this is a I'll take, thing. I'll take the good. Okay, as because I said I stay away from the negative. Yeah, so you can focus on the bad and the ugly. But what was good was the first drive on offense. Um, I saw a few things I hadn't seen in a long time. I saw, and I don't know why I saw them, but Mike Leach chose to go for it on fourth down on our own 20, the first possession of the game. So wild. Didn't enjoy it. And we got it. And I hate the fact that we got it because – once we got it one time, we thought we were going to get it every single time. And so in the first half, I believe, we went for four fourth-down conversions. Went with the same play every time. Um, 
hey, people that say that we need to run the ball more. Yeah, look at that. Um, the great, great play calls, right? I mean, it was just this. Was it? Was it, there's like a read there's, option kind of? Deal? It was just inside zone, and Will can pull, but he's never pulled ever in his entire existence at Mississippi State. People are like, know, "Oh, run an option, just pull it." It's. it's I don't know. I see him pull, uh, post pictures with his sister all the time. All right, um, I would say the first drive on offense was was really good. After that fourth, fourth down conversion uh, on our own twenty. Um, we did run the ball pretty effectively. Uh, I think Will had a couple of passes for, you know, I think maybe 30, 30 yards total in that drive. But Woody Marks carried the load on that drive with 37-yard touchdown run to cap it off. And at that point, Hunter, you texted me and said, holy crap, are we a top-10 team? And um, I was going to let you let that slide, but I decided not to. Um, I, mean, I mean, every we time we like do it. something like that, like it's just like, I mean, we had no reason to believe that we weren't going to do that every possession. And I mean, all the um, stupid power ranking polls have us in the top ten, so it wasn't that. What was on it? <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's that was that was one good thing. The first drive for our offense, the first half for our defense, was I thought was great. I mean, um, let me look at the box. Score our punters quick. were pretty good. Were they? Yeah, yeah. We had like four puns uh, inside the 20 and like two inside the 10. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're right. I was I was thinking about the other part of special teams where... Oh, um, we had a good punt return. Did, we had, actually had a couple good punt returns. Yeah, yeah. Almost almost had a good kick return, but it was a holding on the opposite wow. side of the field that didn't, didn't man, affect us. Man, that's crazy. Isn't it? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, d- defensively we gave up one touchdown, gave up seven points in the first quarter, in the first half. So we went into halftime up thirteen to seven, and um, even throughout the third quarter, uh, we like, for the first three quarters, defense didn't look bad. But it was the fourth quarter where Jaden Daniels really started just taking what we were giving Playing him, running the play, yeah, running the ball, and it was exactly what we were scared was going to happen. And I don't really know if that was he started seeing something different, or we started you know, just getting tired and. Um, we, we seemed like we started being on defense a whole lot more, so that would make sense. Um, Our offense was also going, I'll stay away from the ugly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so I mean, like, there was a lot of three and outs. And, um, but the fourth quarter is when at all the, just the levy broke, and they started getting third and fourth down conversions to from Jaden Daniels to Malik Neighbors. Like, it happened I, I, at least three times, just th- that connection there. Um, and you know, he's, he's a slot receiver, right? Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, so we we never had the like Forbes on on him, and uh, it was always Colin Duncan that seemed to be getting just lost every time. So um, that was that was just no fun to watch. That fourth quarter is really what broke us, and that's going to bring us into the bad and the ugly, which I'll let you take care of. Uh, I'll do the bad. You can do the ugly. Um, okay. So Will did not have the time or patience to push the ball down the field. Um, this game was back to the gross uh, play calling of old. Uh, you know those screens where our offensive linemen aren't fast enough to get out there in space and mm-hmm. you know get those blocks set up, and it never seems like they are, and if they are, it's once a game. Um, yeah, those are back. Didn't miss them. I understand, that, I understand that they're needed and everything, but I liked it more when they weren't being called. 
Um, yeah, offensive line was not up to par. Speaking of that saying, uh, shouldn't it be they were over par because that would be bad? Like, I agree. Like like a double I, bogey? I think, I think I've, I've proven or I, I've shown the fact that I, I really disagree with a lot of sports analogies. So Yeah, yeah they're up to double bogey. Yeah, I think that... They were not down to par. Mm-hmm. I like it. I don't like sports. Um, like, um, um, like, imagine if somebody was giving a sports analogy and was like, oh, they're, that doesn't really get up to gutter ball. Like, gutter balls are horrible. That's never something that, that you would want. Like, I don't get I don't know. Never mind. I don't know. <laughs> Team's just not up to spare. Um, <laughs> Sports. This, this team's just not up to 500. <laughs> just the expected result. Um, <laughs> this team's just not up to the Mendoza line. <laughs> okay, yeah, the offensive line in their first um, real real comp of the year uh, was not mm-hmm. up to par. Um yeah. I don't know if LSU's defense line is good or not because, you know, they've played Florida State and Florida State has the knack for making all of their games interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of those are going to flip either way. Uh, I'll be really interested to see how LSU is the rest of the year. We know they have a good coach. Uh, we know Jaden Daniels is dynamic. I'm not sure if he's good at passing yet. Um, yeah. Unless it's used to torture me at the end of a game. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah. Uh, speaking of Jaden Daniels, he had his way on third and fourth down. Uh, we'd get to those critical spots and could not get off the field. Um, and he would be like the worst quarterback throwing you've ever seen and then get to third and fourth down and just lays a beauty to Malik neighbors. It's yeah. just, it's, it's just wild. That is college football. Mm-hmm. I hate it. Yeah. But I love it. Yeah. I think, I think that's it for, for the bad, um, I mean, you really can't fault our defense that much with how much they were on the field and, like, how fast they were on the field. Like, yeah. Like, it was, and, like, it was a lot. Yeah. Um, that brings us to what we have left is is the ugly in this game, um, and that can be described in two words. All reliable. Hard worker. All reliable. All reliable is dead. Yeah, if I hear anybody say that, every and I don't want, I he could have five catches for five hundred yards, five and touchdowns. five touchdowns for all I care against Bowling Green. He could have five punt returns for five hundred yards and five touchdowns. He could have. He could hand me a million dollars every day for the rest of my life, reliably, and I would never call him Mr. Reliable a day in my life, because when the lights get hot, <laughs> Austin Williams, Austin Williams is not reliable. We're talking I, about someone who's older than us, so don't get mad at us. Um, yeah. He's older than all of you, too, so. Mm-hmm. He's close to retirement age. He also dabbed me up at Marunico one time. Love you, Austin, but... Uh, your name is Austin now. Yeah. I, I I let the Egg Bowl slide 
like 2020 Egg Bowl. I we, we probably shouldn't won that game anyway, but um, we just weren't a good team. But he fumbled the ball. That kind of kind of in a in a back point, and fourteen points in a back swing. and forth in a back and forth game a fourteen point swing where we ended up losing by seven points. Kind of important. Um, so let that one slide because I had two years of of reliability. But man, played the most games <sighs> in Mississippi State history. Yeah, I, poor timing on that step. Oh yeah. Um, anyway, so we are up by seven points. No, six points. We're up sixteen. We missed a field. We missed an extra point. Of course. Up, we're up, up six. Yeah, I'll never call a kicker for me to say all reliable either. I um, wish. I wish he can make five hundred fifty yard field. I don't, I don't know. Game why is I'm on the s- line. I'm, I'm <laughs> stuck on five. I'm stuck on five hundred. Yeah. Anyway. Um, we're up 16 to 10. We, we've had the lead the whole game. We can kind of feel LSU creeping back into it, but we just got a defensive stop. And I literally turned to uh, to my, my dad and my future father-in-law. And I said, all right, if we can just go down the field and get points, any points at all, a field goal or a touchdown, and you've got a two-possession two game, preferably a touchdown, but – any points makes it a two possession game and I feel like we can get some momentum back. This I'm finishing that sentence as the punt goes into the air and then I I know the LSU I guess it was the long snapper or somebody kinda shielded him in a way that like I get he might not could have stepped right in front of stepped in like because the guy was right in front of him like I one don't step care. ahead. It's like like I, I, I know I know that that happened. But as the punt returner, you have the right to get right under the ball and catch it. And he just completely missed. You have the it. right to not be near it. Yeah, I mean, you don't. It's inside it. the ten, right? It was, yeah. You, you shouldn't be near it. <laughs> but he he completely misjudges a ball, and I mean, at that point, the Baton Rouge Death Valley effect takes going over. into the fourth, <laughs> and there is absolutely. No chance that anybody in the country wins that game after that. Yeah, like not a chance. Uh, you, you gotta you you can't let Death Valley become Death Valley. Uh, yeah, and we did a good job of completely shutting them up on our first drive. Um, like, and although we weren't able to just continue to to take the ball down the field like we did in 2014, like going down in your first drive, that's huge. That's that's really really important. And then after that, you know, I, I say we had momentum for the majority of the first half, and um, you know, maybe a little bit into the into the third quarter as well. But after that moment, there was absolutely no shot we were going to get momentum or win that game. Um, that it was the most point, insurmountable one point deficit ever. Yeah. Um, at that point, and, and a little bit before this had happened, but at that point, receivers started dropping balls. Um, all this mounted on top of like having to think back about some fourth fourth down calls of, uh, earlier in the game, uh, but receivers dropping balls. I mean, it just snowballed into just the worst quarter of football ever. That fourth quarter was horrible. We got outscored twenty-one to zero, I believe, um, and it felt like forty-two to zero. I mean, it was brutal. Yeah. So. Um, that being said, and, and I know we, we wanted to kind of turn this into a positive spin, that like had had that not happened with Austin Williams, and I, I know that it did, but had that not, 
possibly the, the Death Valley effect wouldn't have happened. And, and we could have gone down the field, had a long drive, taken a few minutes off the clock and scored to make it a 13-point game. Um, who knows? With the way Mike Leach was calling, we might have gone for two after that and, and it had been a 14-point game. We don't really know. But, uh, like, I, I just feel like we played a really sloppy game and we almost got out of Death Valley with a win. Yeah, and playing, although, playing a horrible game and getting out there with a win would have felt fantastic. Yeah. But uh, then it all fell apart at the end. Yeah. So, I mean, I know we're not we're not playing against a, a 2019 LSU team. We're not playing against, like, a, a best college football team ever. But we don't really know what this LSU team is going to turn into. And, and they could be good. They could end 8-4. and four, And neither one of those would surprise me. Probably 8-4. Um, probably going to. Um, but, yeah, I... It doesn't really matter. Like we had the chances to beat them. We played even even with playing a terrible game, um, and and we could have done it. But uh, a, a dropped um, a dropped punt return is just all all that it took for for Baton Rouge to take over, and uh, we had no shot. So I don't think it's like a um, a red X on the season. I, I I don't think we can we have to throw the whole season away because. The fact that we were almost got, got out of there gives me a little bit of hope for for some of the bigger games we have moving forward. Yeah, um, maybe not Bama and Georgia, but the handful of games that we have that are nice toss-ups: Arkansas, A and M, Kentucky, um, Ole Miss. I can see Ole Miss. Yeah, I can see them happening. Like I can, I can, I I won't say that we're just going to go in and get blown out by these teams. Um, we we definitely have a shot, and a lot of those games are in Starkville, so that helps. Two of those games are in store. Yeah. So, that's yeah, all we got. I, I wish we would have won it. Uh, would have been mm-hmm. pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, would have been happier. I ate a bunch of pizza rolls during this one. <laughs> um, yeah. There we go. All right. We do want to preview just a tad bit about yeah. the Bowling uh, You're going to have to carry this one. I know nothing about Bowling Green. Okay, I'll I'll try to keep it under two minutes on this. Under so, two minutes with all of this you have typed. Yeah, I'm not going to say a lot of this. Um, our our, our uh, production meeting kind of helped me break it down a little bit. Anyway, so I looked at our Winsopedia page against Bowling Green. We played them one time in history, which <laughs> I thought was absurd because I was like, I guarantee you, I've seen us play them at least fifteen times. Well, I have an explanation for that. Because EA, EA Sports stopped making college football games in 2014, and the last schedule that they had on there was 2013. And so that just happened to be the one time that we played Bowling Green. And so every time I start a dynasty with Mississippi State and don't change the schedule, or any time I have a road to glory and some reason choose to play for Mississippi State, Bowling Green's always like my week two matchup. So... I have played them personally uh, probably close to 50 times. Um, I'm but, sending in a question to our question prompt right now. But Mississippi State has played them one time. We won 21-20 to 20 in 2013. Um, so a pretty close game, to say the least. Um, Dak Prescott had a 75-yard touchdown run, but he was not the starting quarterback. That would have been Tyler Russell. Um, so... Obviously, to to do this, we have to go with a two quarterback system. That's how we have to. That's how we have to witness. Um, 
Anyway, all jokes aside, Bowling Green is uh, one and two with losses to UCLA and Eastern Kentucky. Uh, Eastern Kentucky game was seven overtimes, by the way. Last week, they did beat Marshall in overtime, who, if you would remember, uh, beat Notre Dame in South Bend two weeks ago. So that's kind of scary. Um, I can kind of just assume that that can be chalked up to just a hangover after the best, biggest win in program history. Yeah, and then just um, going in the OT against uh, Bowling Green and just not being able to land its uh, nuts. Um All right, uh, two threats that we need to look for in the receiving core. C.J. Lewis uh, is 6'3", 215, so that's their biggest biggest receiver. Um, and uh, Odu Hilaire at 6'185", so they both are, are around 140 rece- receiving yards on the year. Uh, Lewis with three touchdowns and uh, Hilaire with two touchdowns. And, both of the, and all those touchdowns coming from one guy, the third-year starter, Matt McDonald. Um, he's having his best season yet last year, 12 touchdowns, seven interceptions, 200 yards a game this year, already at 10 touchdowns and zero interceptions, 230 yards a game. Yeah. Dude, dude has a massive improvement from year two to year three. Um, and their defense, um, has forced seven turnovers on the year, has 12 sacks and gives up. This is a shocking number. They have given up 45 points per game. Um, to interesting com- in comparison, our defense uh, has forced five turnovers, has sacked opposing quarterbacks six times, and we give up our, around twenty three points per game. So, um, I, I don't think we're going to struggle moving the ball and scoring against them. Um, just up based on that stat alone, they have played UCLA, Eastern Kentucky, and Marshall, and give up forty five points per game. So um, that's really all I've got. Um, they do not run the ball very much at all. Um, their leading rusher right now is Matt McDonald, their third-year starting quarterback, 77 rushing yards. So that's mm-hmm. what we got on Bowling Green. That's a that's a sad-looking football team with a big win over Marshall. Typical. Mm-hmm. All right, that's going to do us for our preview on the Bowling Green Falcons. That was absolutely not under two minutes. But um, we will be moving on to our picks for the week. As I said earlier, um, Hunter took a two game lead. And if you're wondering what the lead is all about, we're doing a year long, um, pick them just for the regular season. And at the end of the year, whoever has the best record, um, will get to choose an Ole Miss hoodie for the other to wear and ha- the loser has to wear that hoodie, post it in an Instagram picture completely unironically, and they are unable to delete it. So, um, I think a few options for this, we have kind of, kind of, broadened it a little bit it can be a merry flipmas shirt it can be, be a, topical it can be a party in the sip um or it could be a transfer to the sip so um i'm leaning towards party in the sip if i end up winning and hunter you have to wear it um but as a transfer student myself i i would understand if you wanted me to wear a transfer to the sip shirt as someone who transferred to the sip oh. <laughs> Someone drag racing at your house? Uh, yeah, it's a, that's a common thing. Well, good. All right, so we want to give a huge shout-out to our last week's winner um, for our uh, pick'em. That's Drew Robinson at 8-2, and two, so good job, Drew. But we really need to see that stepped up to 10-0. Um, all right, now we've got this week's pick'em uh, coming up ahead. We've got the 
10 best games happening in college football this week. And um, let's get into it. All right, game number one. We've got number five, Clemson, traveling to number 21, Wake Forest. Uh, yeah, um, Wake Forest going into this game is 1-64 all-time against top 10 opponents. Gosh. <laughs> Their only win came in 1964. Hey, my parent, my, actually my dad has never seen Wake Forest um, Peter unless Hopkins it was <laughs> unless it was after December the fifteenth. My dad has never seen Wake Forest be the top ten team, but my mom has has seen one. So there you go. Um, yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with history here. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna pick Clemson. All right, I'm also picking Clemson. I picked them um, moments before I knew that stat, and so that that kind of reaffirmed my pick. Um, now I'm gonna two. go against stats here. <laughs> this next game. <laughs> All right, game number two, we've got number 20, Florida, going to Neyland Stadium and playing at number 11, Tennessee. Uh, I'll give my pick here first, even though we've already submitted our picks. Um, Absolutely going Tennessee here. Florida is just going straight downhill after week one. Uh, Anthony Richardson has not proven to me that he can win a big game on the road. Um, Since we we sang his praises. Just, that seems to be a common trend. Week one, week one quarterbacks getting this Hinton praised. Hooker guy is great. Is he really? I don't know. I hope he's. <laughs> All right, um, I'm gonna go. Like I guess I'm gonna go Tennessee here, just because Florida and AR15 haven't really proven to me that uh, they can do much, especially not in a hostile road environment. Yeah, I'm going Florida here too. I'm pretty sure. Sh- I mean, not Florida. I'm going Tennessee here. I'm pretty sure <laughs> Florida. Like, pretty sure Florida like owns this rivalry, like kind of hilariously over the past. Like, I mean, even when Tennessee was elite, they couldn't beat Florida. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's a little bit different now. Um, okay. Den Mullen was right. Uh, people need to apologize. I mean, he almost beat Bama, and y'all said that he was wrong. Um, yeah. Yeah. Against Tennessee. Huh? I like it. All right, now game number three is a really intriguing game. We're going to get uh, screenshotted on this one. Yeah. Number 10, Arkansas, going to College Station. Um, not every going game to College they... Station, idiot. Is it not? No. Where is it? It's uh, J Roll. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I knew that it usually is, but I Next year, maybe. Texas Next year, maybe. Okay, gotcha. All right, so going... Sorry for to Dallas. That was rude. Dallas, it's in Fort Worth. <laughs> I hate you so much. All right. I thought it was in Jerry World. Okay. Uh, number 10, Arkansas. Going somewhere to play number 23, Texas A&M. Going um, to the football stadium to play. <laughs> they're going to one of those Texas high school stadiums. They're going to Allen High, where their former coach, Chad Morris, was fired. <laughs> All right. Um, I think I actually know who I'm going with. I'm going Texas A&M here. Yeah, I'm going Texas A&M. Been saying it all week in my random group chats to anyone that will listen. Um, yeah. Uh, I, think I mean, I, I know I know we already talked about the A&M and Miami game, but um, Texas A&M coming back from the App State loss and, and becoming like seemingly a pretty good team was 
kind of written all over the place. Like that, I could see that from a mile away. Uh, I could definitely see them beating Miami, even after the App State performance. Um, but this this is just another week for them to prove themselves. Arkansas looked terrible, and as you mentioned, their pass defense is brutal. Um, Texas A&M with uh, is it Brandon Johnson? His name Max Johnson. Max Johnson. Yeah, I think he was um, second in the SEC last year in passing yards. Yeah, I, I really, really look for him to kind of exploit that 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 Arkansas pass defense and um, and and last week they didn't have uh, two of their five star wide receivers. Uh, they mm-hmm. were both suspended uh, and uh, two five star defensive backs, and they have them back this week. So, uh, okay. And those wide receivers are two of their top four options. Okay. That's, so it was all Anaya Smith just running around, and then yeah, people were like, like, "Oh, it. why does he drop a ball?" I don't know, guys. He's tired. <laughs> All right, so both going A and M there, um, but it, that that's one. That's the first one of the, of the three games we've picked so far. That would be. I wouldn't really be surprised if Arkansas won that game. Yeah. Like if the other team won. The other two, I'm pretty confident in. That one is a toss up, just because A and M can look completely different week to week. Um, game number four uh, is our first unranked matchup. We've got Notre Dame at UNC. All right. Um, I've seen UNC play two games this year. I saw him play against Florida A&M and just give up way too many points to a team that Jackson State gave up three points to. Um, and a team, I saw him, they only had like 35 guys eligible. Yeah, people forget. Uh, also, I watched them play against App State where they gave up way too many points against a team that A&M only gave up 17 points to. Was, 40, was, was it 40 points in the fourth? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Gene Chizik um, putting on a master class. <laughs> that being said, I've also seen Notre Dame play two games this year, one against Ohio State, which they held in their, held their own, and then against uh, Marshall. So Notre Dame's best showing of the year is an 11-point loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that being said, we have our work cut out for us in this game. Um, this is going to be an ugly one. But I'm going to go with Notre Dame uh, just because the two UNC games I've watched, they've looked worse than the two Notre Dame games I've watched. Um, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm going UNC. UNC has an offense. Um, I'm not too sure if Notre Dame has a defense, but I know UNC doesn't have a defense, but I don't know if Notre Dame's offense could get four yards on air. Um, so I like it. So, so yeah, I got to pick UNC. Just because we already know the picks, I believe that's the only other game we're going to, only game today we're going to differ on. So I'll either pick up a Hall of Fame uniform matchup. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Especially like a UNC home uniform. Oh, it's going to be so, so nice. Good. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, uh, so that game will be an opportunity for one of us to pick up a game or for you to build onto your already insurmountable lead. lead. <laughs> All right, next game, we got game number five, another unranked matchup, but an SEC matchup nonetheless is Missouri at Auburn uh, in the the battle of coaches really, really fighting for their jobs right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to take this one first? Or? Uh, I will. Um, so it's Eli Drinkwitz at Missouri, right? Mm-hmm, and then yeah. Brian Harson. Okay. Um, man, I don't know what that helps me 
decide knowing their coaches' names, but um, kind of putting a face to the misery kind of helps me pick. And Eli Drinkwitz just has a just a just a sad. He just looks sad all the time. Um, so I'm going to say that he's going to look sad on the sideline on Saturday. Missouri's going to lose this one. Uh, Missouri puts the misery in misery. Um, so I'm picking Auburn here. Um, mm-hmm. TJ Finley's not good. Um, apparently he's kind of injured, so we'll get to see the freshman. Or yeah, because I don't because Zach Calzada is out for the year. Yeah, medical redshirt fiend Zach Calzada. Um, why is he there? Not quite sure. I don't. <laughs> like, there's there's a couple teams that need quarterbacks, and he's at Auburn behind T.J. Finley. Why is Bo Nix not there having fun? I, uh, I don't. I don't. I don't know. T.J. Finley right. should should not play quarterback. T.J. Finley should not. He just he, should not. He should he should be like a nice, a nice small forward on Auburn's basketball team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. He's he's tall. All right. We're gonna move on from that. One. That one. <laughs> that was just a brutal game to pick. Okay. Game number six. We got number twenty-two. Texas going to Lubbock to play Texas Tech. Is that where they're playing? Uh, yeah, sure? yeah, yeah. They play in Texas. Okay. Um, <laughs> I hate you. No, okay. they, um, no, they play in Oklahoma. Okay. Um, Texas Tech is a is a program right now that I think just has their their expectations just way off, and like they they beat Houston and stormed the field, and then got really hyped up for an NC State game that obviously didn't go their way. Um, I think Texas is also a team that can kind of just have expectations that are way off. So this is kind of a battle of that right now. Um, but I'm still going to go with Texas in this one. Yeah, I'm going Texas. Um, the only issue is Hudson Card is still your quarterback, and he's not very good. And Texas Tech is good against the run. So if they can limit Bijan Mustard, um, their Texas Hudson Card's going to have to do something in this game. And yeah. I, it could get interesting. Yeah. Bijan Mustard so is the best NIL thing that's happened. That's so much better than DeColdest. I was about to say. I should have called DeColdest. Did I call him? Yeah, for my AC. Oh, there you go. I forgot about that. Okay. Um, <laughs> next game is going to be Stanford Good going. Call. <laughs> Stanford at number 18, Washington. Uh, Washington coming off of a big win against Michigan State last week, and um, imagine really picking what... against them, idiot! Stop calling me an idiot! <laughs> All right, Ooh, um, two games behind. You're just like the Braves. Hey, we're two and a half games behind now. Hey, at least you're not seven and a half. Yeah, at least my season's not over. Hey, um, hey, 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 hey! We're only I'm eight games out of the wild card. <laughs> I'm only uh, ten and a half games up in the wild card. Um, all right, so this game, I really have nothing to say other than Washington by by about by about twelve. Yeah, I don't really know how this game stayed on here, which probably means Stanford's going to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did send in my picks and I picked Washington because they're good. 
Michael Penix is randomly a really good quarterback. Yeah. I don't understand that. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, staying in the Pac-12 for one more game, we've got number eight, or game number eight, number seven USC at Oregon State. So both teams 3-0, and I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that Oregon State's 3-0 and is not going to change my mind. I'm going USC. In this yeah, I picked USC here. Um, Oregon State is 3-0. and They killed Boise State, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. Their stadium is, is is being worked on, so it's at 50% capacity. Uh, so oh, they, they only have one side of it. This game would have been wild if not. Um, I feel like Oregon State's one of those places that I've never watched a football game. Like I watched, I watched the Civil War one time. That's what they call their, their yeah. rivalry with, with Oregon. And it was like... I, I feel like it's like darkness, right? Isn't it like dark around there? It is. It is. It is very dark. Yeah. Okay. You can even not... tell that play. You can even tell that play in playing games here at NCAA. But um, the the one game I watched, it was like Oregon wearing highlighter yellow jerseys and Oregon State wearing highlighter orange jerseys. So I mean, they they kind of overcompensated for the darkness there. Um, it it was a hard game to watch. I don't even. <laughs> I didn't know what the score was. It was just hard. It was just unpleasing to the Is eyes. Is it Utah where there's always that dense fog? Uh, I have noticed that at their games. Yeah, I th- but I'm I think sure that's, that's like thing. all throughout the Pac-12. That's just like it has to happen. <laughs> Except for Arizona. In Los Angeles, it's just smog. But um, hey, they fixed yeah. that somewhat. Uh, but yeah, thank, picking thanks, USA. COVID. Okay, all right. Game number nine. We got. Duke at Kansas. And you may be wondering why this game's on here. I kind of am too. But um, both teams are 3-0. and Duke, Kansas, North Carolina, and Kentucky, all 3-0 and for the first time in over a century, which is weird. But, since, um, since things mattered. Mm-hmm. So what, what is this game affectionately known as? Um, the basketball. I hate that so much. All right. Uh, 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 Duke put it on their Instagram, so I used it. Um, basketball, go Burr. All right. I'm Game going, day should be here. I'm going Kansas. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Same. I don't. I, I just. I, I want. I want a world where Kansas is good at football, and I want a world where Kansas Duke wins. Is bad. There's ring. The Kansas wins, and they're ranked. Like. And I, I want a world where Duke is bad at everything. So, mm-hmm. um, that's what I got for you. Game number ten. America's game of the week. Game day should be here. 11 a.m. Just a gross Where matchup. Where everyone likes to put their primetime games. Bowling Green at Mississippi State. Um, give me Mississippi State by 40. Uh, I cannot wait for your uh, score prediction and it not to be 40 points. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, give me Mississippi State. All right, I'm going to go the score prediction pretty quickly, so I won't forget that I'm supposed to say we're about 40. Um, 52 no, no, to you should, t- you should talk a little bit before you give that. Um, so, as you know, I don't come in here with, uh, you know, an idea of what I'm going to say for score prediction. Um, mm-hmm. So, let's just say, let's account for a few missed kicks. Um 33 to 7. 33 to 7. I said 52 to 12. Okay. Um, one of those is going to be horrible. Um, is that a voice crack? Gonna... Shut up. <laughs> Get off my case, honey. <laughs> 
Okay. Um, do we are we doing offensive and defensive player? Yeah, just say someone. Okay, uh, I'll go. Dollar Bill, offensive, and um, Jalen Green, defensive. Um, I'll go. Um, no, you know who I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Austin Williams, offensively, and um. And Jalen Green defensively. I bet Austin Williams is going to pop off against a lower opponent with the lights not on. Okay, I'm going to go Jameer Calvin. Uh, let's get some uh, yards after catch. Maybe get the first line of guys out of the game. Kind of kind of get ready for the next game. Um, and Jet Johnson, he's just a hard worker. My, my Mr. Reliable. I like it. I like it. All right, so we've got our got our pickums uh, sent in. Please send those in. Uh, I mean, I, I really doubt you're going to be listening to this before games start tomorrow, but uh, we did post this on our Instagram, so you did have uh, all the warning that you it, that we could have given you to, to send in your picks. So thanks, guys, so much for interacting with us that way. And we're going to move on into our uh, Instagram questions. And Hunter, I'm actually going to need you to read those today. Um, I forgot you're on your phone. My phone is going wild. Um, so. so- uh, first one, uh, uh, it's from me. It was the one mm-hmm. I alluded to earlier. So say you're starting up uh, Road to Glory. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you, you play through your high school career. What's the best mm-hmm. school to go to? Um, I always go to a different school every time. My reason for that is just because I want to I wanna see what what it's like as a, as a student athlete at all these different universities. Now I go to the place with the coolest uniforms every time. Yeah. So like your Texas is your Oregon. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I'm trying I think, to think other, I think Texas has to be the choice, right? I, I have definitely done a few at Texas. Um, Arkansas is a nice one. If you want to do something, not Mississippi state in the sec or LSU, yeah. obviously I've done several at Florida actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never done one at Alabama. I don't think that would be. Now that I think fun. about it, I've have I ever done one in the Pac-12? I did do one at. I did do one at Baylor. I did one at Washington. Okay, okay. Those I've never done two, one at a. Those are two. Ever done one at a service academy? I have. Really? Yeah. I had this. I had this like four hundred pounds, seven foot tall option quarterback. Mm-hmm. It's pretty sick. He's so good. <laughs> Okay, uh, next question. Um, right. Yeah, let me pull those up. Uh, from the Just Cooley, drop the pod. Okay. We'll do it. From Plebe Monk, Mike Leach out? Mm, maybe, but not after, not, not just after the LSU game. It's going to take a, probably another two years worth of performances like that for him to leave. Brooks Taylor. Our defense didn't seem uh, the same after the first part of the third. Did LSU just find a wrinkle and expose it? Uh, I think we just kind of saw it slowly happening, as we said, with fatigue, just because we kept on having to go on the field defensively after a bunch of three and outs. Um, I don't think we just, like, stopped doing one thing. I I also don't think it was like Jaden Daniels figured out a hole. I think fatigue just led to – openings for him 
Does the second half concern you any regarding future SEC games? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty safe to say it does, but not every not not every SEC game is going to be played at Death Valley. And so. has a four three quarterback. Um, from Nathan Taylor, would you choose brisket or pork ribs? Mm, it's brisket every day for me. Um, I don't know. Sometimes you're just question. in a rib mood. And, like, good ribs are, like, almost better than anything on earth. But, like, mediocre ribs aren't that great. But mediocre brisket is still brisket, you know? Mm-hmm. I agree. I, 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 just, I may go ribs on this one. Which I really do bri- like brisket, but... I want some good Lincoln Riley brisket. <sighs> From Football mm. Timothy... Do you think we need to make changes on the offensive line? Uh, I feel like if there were changes to me, more guys that we could plug in, we would have done it. Um, I think at this point we're just kind of left with who we got. Yeah. From You know more about that than I do. I don't know a lot this year. From Unofficial Hill State, what's the biggest takeaway from the first three games of the Mike Leach offense this year? Um... Uh, Our top group of wide receivers is really, really good, in my yeah. opinion. Um, outside of outside of the fourth quarter against LSU, they have been pretty outstanding. Yeah. Um, again, from unofficial Hill State, what would you like to see this week that will make you feel good for the upcoming games? Um, hopefully no starters after the after halftime. Probably, <laughs> that would make me feel good. Probably Sawyer. Coming in after Will leaves the game because we're up so much. Um, and throwing for like 5 million yards. That would make me feel really good. And like a lot of them to Austin Williams. And he catches every single one of them and earns back Mr. Reliable from the rest of the fan base. Except for us, we will not forget. Never forget. Okay. And that is it for Instagram questions. Alright. It's a good group of them. We did give them the whole day. That was like our best week of Instagram questions this season. So, um, well, with that being said, that is going to be it for our episode. Thank you guys so much for interacting with us with our Instagram questions and with our pick-em. That's been a a fun addition. Well, the the negotiation between me and you has been been a fun little addition to the pick-em this year. But Mm -hmm. we still do like seeing you guys send in your picks and and getting a chance for a shout-out on our next episode, even though that's – extremely not valuable um we know that but anyway thank you guys so much for listening uh more than anything uh just just listening is is all all we can ask for from you guys so um we will see you guys after another weekend of college football we'll be back next week on going for two with jack taylor thanks oh shoot are you starting the podcast over Hey guys, welcome back to Going for Two with Jack Taylor. My name is Hunter Two. My name is Jack Taylor. Does this music always play at the end?